Morning, everybody. Drew here, Life in Exchange. Really excited about the day. It's coaching day. My Thursdays are usually days where I spend time um, doing uh, group coaching with different people in different areas of life. And, uh, and it's always an invigorating day for me, so I'm excited about that. Um, got a Google call coming up with a couple of people from all over. And uh, excited to get that started today. I just got a pack of Muji notebooks. Uh, the right Reverend Chad Brooks over at uh, Rev Chat's Real Life turned me on to these a couple of years ago, actually. Um, and I I ordered them, and they've been delayed, so I've kind of been filling them in the gaps in different places. But um, writing is a part of what makes me feel healthy. That's the only way I know how to put it. There's something about Putting a pen to paper that is, I, I don't know. I don't even know. I can't even say it's relaxing. It's just like a part of good health and growth for me. And so I'm excited to uh, kind of try to start getting arranged. I'm sitting at my desk right now and it is a minefield of mess. And so I'm probably going to take my time before my call this morning and spend some time uh, in prayer, but also spend some time um kind of tidying up, getting some things together. Anyway, hope you have a great day out there in Anchorland. All right, so my first coaching sessions this morning got canceled, which stinks, but it's all you can do when you're relying on power and the internet to get things done. Uh, Two of my three people there are in South America or Central America, sorry, um, and basically um, don't have power. So got to change the old plan. So I'm going to shift gears a little bit. want to mention two things off the bat. Uh, one, I'm going to be working on a Prezi for, uh, for the Hope Lab this weekend. And I don't know if you use Prezi as a presentation software. Any of you out there who do presentations probably at least know what it is. For me, it was a game changer because... It allows you to work spatially versus working uh, linearly in your presentation stuff. And I think there are things that uh, just work better conceptually when you can think about them in a non-linear fashion. But two, um, I am also uh, need to check in. I had a conversation. I'm going to post a a call in from uh, the corner from Doc O there. Um, he's been having a great conversation about gratitude and I mentioned to him in a call in yesterday that there's an app that I've gotten into called the five minute journal. Um, there's a guy named UJ Ramdas who's done, uh, along with a lot of other people, he's just a guy that I picked up on this from, um, who kind of designed this app. But the idea behind it is that there's hard science about the role of gratitude uh, and the practice of gratitude in improving quality of life as a whole. It shouldn't shock us as, like, uh, I think that people in religious circles specifically, uh, and even more specifically in Christian circles, should be like, well, yeah, this should make perfect sense to us. Um, I think there's a reason that Paul told the church in Thessalonica, 
you know, you should be thankful in all things for this is God's will for your life. Like gratitude is an incredible exercise of uh, humility, of um, there's just something powerful about being grateful and everything. So anyway, I'm going to post his call back to me. And one of the ways he practices gratitude is through thanking people on Anchor, which is awesome. And I uh, receive that gratitude and am uh, thankful for the conversation he's having over on his station, The Corner. Hey, what's up, man? It's Doco. Thanks for the call in. Yeah, I I, lo- I love apps like that and anything with like positive psychology and gratitude and I, I love things like that. Um, right now, uh, I'll, so I'm gonna check that app out later today. I'll probably download it in a minute and then I'll I'll, I'll kind of try to dive into it um, tomorrow. Right now, I do. You know what? You know what's kind of cool about Anchor and um, so like I call every I, when I wake up if people like clap and stuff or whatever. I call them and tell them thank you. And in the, in the and I always just put thanks or thank you in the like when you label the call in, um, and that I do that. It takes me like maybe an hour to do that in the morning, and I do it on my drive home. So I do that twice a day. That's been awesome. Um, just doing that has made me feel better on the inside. Plus the other stuff that I'm doing, I'm gonna add in that app, dude. So I really, really, really appreciate that, man. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in, man. It means the world to me, brother. I just need to say this. I love Jerry Reed. Jerry Reed, the musician, is like my spirit animal of country music. As much as I wish it was one of the Highwaymen or just one of these outlaw country dudes, it's Jerry Reed. Jerry Reed's hilarious. Jerry Reed says hilarious things. And he wrote Eastbound and Down. And that, that is enough. But today I was listening to a Jerry Reed album, and he used the term throwing babies when referring to people getting excited. Now, that is a term I use. That is a term I picked up when I was in college. Of one of the most patriotic moments that has ever happened in the history of mankind uh, that involved Lee Greenwood, a large brass band playing patriotic tunes, Jets, and a live eagle. Um, that's a story for a whole nother podcast, but point being, when referring to that moment, we talked about it being a moment where people would be so excited that they would just throw their babies in there. They would lose control. Even if they were holding a precious child, the excitement would overwhelm them and they would throw babies. And I'm listening to this album from years ago for the first time. I picked it up, uh, in a huge lot of records that someone gave me. And he uses the term throwing babies, and it just confirmed that Jerry Reed is amazing. And if you don't believe me, you need to listen to my station for the next couple songs, because I'm going to play some amazing Jerry Reed tunes, and you need to enjoy them, because he is awesome. Hey everybody, it's Drew, Life and Exchange. I am leaving the hair salon got my hairs trimmed. I've got a lot of gray. Um, which is just funny to me. I I don't remember having this much. Maybe as kids. Maybe. Um, <laughs> maybe it was just funny because I was sitting there and I was looking at the hair kind of like falling onto the bib thing that you wear. And I was like, dang, man. It is, it is coming in. The salt. The salt is uh, starting to outweigh the pepper in some places. And so, 
Um, yeah, gray hair, don't care, but funny nonetheless. So yeah, I got my ears lowered and I'm heading back to the office to hopefully get a couple more things done before we head home. Um, had a report from one of my kids' teachers already that today has been a pretty rough day. So I'm thinking about how to best approach this. Parenting is a lab in within within itself. Like you don't get instructions on how to do this, and uh, I've got to admit that I have probably failed more than I've succeeded in certain areas. And uh, discipline and how to approach some of these things, especially uh, people who don't know, uh, two of my three kids are kids that we've adopted out of foster care, and so uh, with that come unique challenges. And uh, it's always um, something I try to just be really prayerful and mindful about because I feel like uh, there's times where I'm just desperate to get a clue as to how to step in and, and be a parent in this situation. Definitely want to parent. I'm not, I'm not trying to be my kid's best friends. We can be best friends later and we'll be their dad now. Um, but I love my kids and also don't want to uh, I want to kind of nourish them towards better health like holistically you know and uh, sometimes that's a really tricky thing so I'm sure there's anchor stations about parenting and handling kids and stuff but if you are a prayer or a sender of vibes or whatever uh, send, pray pray for us in our conversation with one of our kids today because we're gonna we're gonna have a a little heart to heart in some form or fashion and uh, sometimes those have been challenging uh, so we're just hoping this one's well received a little honest open parenting combo from Drew because that's where I am fresh haircut clueless on parenting just a normal day So I'm uh, leaving work, going to get two of the kids. Still itchy from my haircut. Usually I don't get itchy. Usually the bib keeps the hair out, but today particularly itchy. So uh, yeah, going to get the kids. And tonight is the homecoming parade here in Anderson County. So we're going to go be good neighbors and connect with people and watch the parade. Um, I am from South Louisiana. So when I think parades... I think beads, and I think free-flowing liquor, and I think just uh, insanity. So parades in Kentucky are generally underwhelming to me. Um, I just got to be honest. But, you know, you can't be a good neighbor to people that you don't rub elbows with. And so part of, I don't know, just being a person in the world is participating in the things in your world and so uh, this is a habit like just to be confessional I feel like I'm being confessional today that's all right no problem with that authenticity so um, church life can be very insulating especially for people in ministry and I feel like uh, you have to be particularly intentional in being present with people outside of your church doors uh, part of the way that we do that at Hope is that we simplify our schedule to make it to where uh, people don't have to be in the church doors all the time. But another way that 
I've, I've found that I have to be very intentional is by saying yes to invitations to do things, to be a part of things uh, all the time. And so homecoming parade is tonight and the homecoming game is tomorrow and we're going. And, you know, my kids are young, and but they're going to grow up here uh, unless we move somewhere else and they'll grow up somewhere else. But, uh, we, you know, this is our community and I want them to be citizens of it and participate in it. And um, so, uh, like, it, it would be tragic for them to grow up with super active church lives and be very unactive in the world that they live in every day. Uh, so we're trying to remedy that. And we've found that it takes a level of intentionality, a level of us being willing to sacrifice private time for the sake of public time or uh, communal time um, and kind of picking the kinds of spaces that we want to be in um, very intentionally. Uh, we have to shape our lives to be outward or we can be very introverted. We can sleep where we live but not live where we live. And that would be tragic on many levels. So uh, anyway, back to the homecoming parade. And then we're going to go, I think it's Mexican food, which uh, is awesome in its own right. It is a delicious gift from the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, I do believe if you knew where you were supposed to live in the world based on your food preferences that I would live in Central America because I can't get enough of that stuff. That's a random thought. Last thought. I've uh, been giving some shout outs and some thank yous today on Anchor. And I have to say this out loud. Uh, beep, beep. That Anchor station is not only awesome, but the music selection there uh, has turned me on to some great bands today. And I've been listening to the band The Midnight, their album Endless Summer, all afternoon since I first heard uh, the song Sunset on their channel. And it just is absolutely incredible. So I'm about to put it back on. Maybe I'll throw a song on this channel. Have a great one, Anchor. I've got crazy stuff all for the rest of the day. Homecoming Parade. I've also got to sit down with a couple that wants to get married. Um, so we'll see how that goes. What's up, Anchor? Drew, Life in Exchange. Some late night thoughts. I am pulling away from a late night counseling session with a couple that I'm going to marry probably in the next week. Kind of not a shotgun wedding, but a, a quick... Uh, situation. Uh, that's how, I guess that's how I'll put it. But like, I don't have a problem with this. I'm going to be real honest. Most people need more preparation for marriage after they get married than they do beforehand. Um, and so it's like the long-term picture of what it means to pastor people by walking with them through life that I'm really concerned about. And uh, just just excited to get to sit with them and talk about that big picture some um some other thoughts from the day um i'm the parade in anderson county for homecoming underwhelming was an understatement it was seven minutes (laughs) of glory it was a it was it was what it was but it was good to be out we had some great conversations with people and uh got to eat Mexican afterwards. That's that's the correct nomenclature in this neck of the woods. You don't go to eat Mexican food. You go to Mexican. 
Uh, and there's a number of Mexican restaurants in our small town of 30,000 people. But, uh, yeah, that's the right way to say it. So we went to Mexican afterwards and uh, ate like champs. Now my stomach hurts because I don't usually uh, break my diet very often. But I do when it involves Mexican food. And it was glorious. Um, last thing. Teachable moment that I'm processing. My son hates tying his shoes. Um, he's seven, and he—I've never seen someone with untied shoes so often. And we've taught him how to tie and retie and tie and retie. Doesn't seem to matter, but he'll run around with shoes that are untied for hours if you let him. And so I was sitting there just thinking, like, dude, tie your shoes. And he looked at me in such a way like, it was like, why would I tie my shoes if I could run around and not trip with them untied? And then he starts running around and trips. And I just started thinking about that as just kind of a metaphor of like how there's things in our lives that we probably know are going to trip us up. And sometimes we'll act like there's no way that could ever happen when we know it's exactly what is most likely to happen and we still put up with it for some reason. Like, why do we let these things linger in our lives when we know they're destructive and they don't? They just don't lead to life and wholeness. We just look at that. You know, when someone calls you out on it, you look at them like they're an idiot, but they're not. And uh, I think I do that sometimes, and I, I don't like that about myself. That sometimes I'll just put up with things in my life as if they're not toxic. When really they are. They may not look toxic all the time, but like, it's... Yeah. Anyway, just thinking about that. Not how I want to end my day. I'm going to end with my old gratitude app. Um, be grateful for some things. But anyway, wanted to leave you with those thoughts. Thanks for a great day on Anchor. I'll publish this episode with many, many weird titles. Later.